Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour One of Gerard at Large. I am your all-walked-out host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large. Well, we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All walked out, you say? Why is that? Oh, candidates running for various offices in the Queen City have uh, asked me if I'll go door to door with them, and I've been pleased to do so. So I spent a good chunk of time this weekend in Wards 4 and 6 with Mark Flanders and John DiPietro, who are running for school board. And uh, I have uh, spent a lot of time in those wards, as I have in Ward 5, where we have Lisa Freeman running for school board. And I've also been down in Ward 8, going door-to-door with John Cataldo, who's running for alderman, and Jimmy LaHue, who's also running for school board. And I got to tell you, it's great talking to people. (laughs) I will say, though, some of you Democrats out there are kind of nasty. I've I've hit a lot of doors in this cycle, and um, turns out that people most likely, by a long shot, to ask you what party you are, are Democrats. What party are you? We're Republicans, sir. Get off my front lawn! Literally! <laughs> that happened to us two or three times yesterday in Ward 4. <laughs> One fellow asked... He was uh, an older an older black gentleman. What party are you? We both said Republican. And he paused for a moment. And then he talked to us. He said, "Well, normally I don't talk to Demo- uh, normally I don't talk to Republicans. But what are you guys all about?" he said. <laughs> and he turned out to like us. <laughs> that would be me and Mark Flanders award for yesterday. <laughs> so we got a good chuckle out of that with the fellow and uh very nice man so but mark and i were like oh no here we go again another one asking us what party we are <laughs> which is fine but uh he 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 liked the fact that uh mark was new to politics and uh seemed to be a straight shooter so that was that was kind of fun anyway we had one of those uh we had we had a couple of those what party are you from uh when i was walking with john DePietro on saturday too Man, you Democrats, which I thought was kind of ironic because, you know, here are these open-minded, uh, allegedly open-minded, liberal-thinking, tolerant people um, who just don't want to talk to somebody who doesn't agree with them. But as the fellow in Ward 4 found out, the elder black gentleman, yeah, well, maybe if you ask a few questions and get a few answers, you might find out that the people standing on your front uh, porch are not so bad after all. 
Oh, yeah. So far in all my door to door, I've had one Republican ask what we were and then say, okay, that's all I need to know. You can leave now. (laughs) Can we put up a sign on your front lawn? Go right ahead. You're the right party. Yay. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure that's any better than the people who throw us off their front lawn, but uh, it's a little more pleasant for us on the receiving end. But yeah, it's unbelievable. The the anger that so many Democrats apparently have. And it's unbelievable how those uh, folks (laughs) uh, just exhibit pure hostility. So I guess I wonder, see now there are people who would tell me and tell Mark and tell John or whatnot that we're stupid to knock on Democrat doors anyway. Because those aren't the people who are going to vote for you. Now, my theory of campaigning is a little bit different than the way it, it plays out today. You know, Mark and John are out there with lists. Lisa's out there with a list. I, uh, Jimmy and uh, John Cataldo down in Ward 8, uh, the time I was with them anyway, they weren't walking with a list. They were just literally hitting every door as they went through a neighborhood. And some people think that's goofy because you end up knocking on a lot of doors of people who aren't registered to vote. Well, have you seen how reliable some of these lists are? <laughs> you're knocking on doors people have moved they're gone they you know houses are vacant it's crazy so anyway my my theory is is that you get nothing to lose by knocking on the door and presenting yourself if nothing else you show yourself willing to talk to people who at least by party affiliation are, are not likely to agree with you right So how are you ever going to resolve the issues that exist in this country if the attitude is, get off my front lawn? I don't know. (laughs) So um, that's that's what I spent my uh, weekend doing. Did do a little apple picking with the family after church on Sunday. We go to this place in Londonderry. I got an apple that I've never seen anywhere else. It's called a Mutsu apple. And they're big apples and they're really tasty. So if it were up to me, I'd fill the whole bag with just the Mutsus. But no, we can't do that. <laughs> you got to get the Golden Delicious and the Red Delicious and the uh, and the Macombs and the Empires and the Galas and the Fujis. So we did some apple picking, and then I had people yelling at me to get off their lawn. (laughs) But when it comes to campaigning, look, I can see skipping over houses where you don't have registered voters, although in today's day and age, you know, especially with the number of, uh, you know, the amount of real estate turnover, you never know what you're going to miss or get, right? So I can see walking with a list, and I can see if, uh, depending on, your, your proclivities, not knocking on the doors of people who are, are what uh, are categorized and uh, as hard for the other party. But how, how do you get from point A to point B? Some of the people that Mark, uh, Mark and I, Mark Flanders and I knocked on, they were hardcore Democrats, at least according to their voting records and the information that we had uh, uh, been given. If they talked, if, if they were willing to talk to us, well, after we showed we were willing to talk to them, then good. And I, I think Mark made some headway with some of those folks who um, were otherwise 
characterized as probably not being friendly to the cause because of their voting histories and voting patterns. But um, I, I think you got to, folks, I think you got to talk. I think you, I think you have to have a dialogue. I think you have to let people know. And I'm not, I'm not, when I, you know, different people do different things when they campaign. Some have got their stump speech, you know, their, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm blah, 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 blah. I believe in this. I believe in that. Um, I don't really do that. <laughs> I simply say to people, hi, I'm Rich Gerard. I'm on the Manchester school board. I represent the city at large. Coming through the neighborhood to see if people are going to vote and if they're voting, what issues they care about and what questions they might have for me. So uh, that, I find, opens up a conversation and a dialogue. And when I understand what their concerns are and what questions they have, I can, I can respond with where I stand in those areas. That seems to me a good way to open a dialogue. If I sit there and I say, hi, I'm Rich Gerard. I believe in blah, 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 blah. Kind of like, all right, well, thanks for telling me what you think. Do you have any clue what I think? Or do you care? <laughs> Should we call them demo craps if they sometimes act that way to Republicans? <laughs> That's kind of a funny question coming from a uh, 15-year-old kid whose name I won't mention on the air. But, uh, and I'm getting something here. I just opened up Facebook, so you know what's happening. So, but that, that, that's, that's my approach. That, that, that's my approach, and I, and I think that approach works. I don't know. What do I know? But um, and I tell you, though, it's 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 a real joy to be out there with candidates who um, are are headed in, I think, a better direction, who are sincere newcomers, who are responding to what they see as a need, a crisis, a series of problems and challenges um, in their community. They're not political pros. They just want to do the right thing. And maybe they're not all that polished as candidates. Maybe they don't do all the right things in a campaign. But that's what makes it great because that just allows their sincerity to come through. And that's what the uh, that's what the elder uh, black gentleman in Ward 4 said to Mark. Uh, said, he said, you know what? He said, you seem to me like a sincere fellow. And he is. You know, and so often candidates, you know, they... they especially if they're new, they're worried about saying the wrong thing and they've got this consultant or that friend or this one all whispering all this stuff in their ears about what they should do or what they shouldn't do. And sometimes it gets confusing for them, maybe even overwhelming and it it can become counterproductive. You know what my thought is? Go meet the people. Go knock on their doors. Are you going to be good at it at the beginning? No. Are you going to get better as you go along? Yes. Are you going to be so horrible that you're going to tick off people and maybe lose some votes? Well, in the early days, it's, it's, it's quite possible, but unlikely. And so just go meet the people. Go talk to the people. Let them, let you know, See if you can pass their sniff test. 
And I think, generally speaking, how you present yourself on somebody's doorstep as a candidate, particularly a new one, is going to give them an idea of how you're going to represent them when you are elected. Are you going to listen to them? Or are you going to talk at them? Are you going to are you going to be responsive to their input? Because are they, are they going to think you're going to be responsive because you took the time to ask them what was on their mind, what they were concerned with, what they would like to? And frankly, we've gotten some great ideas going door to door from folks. I got a real gem the other day in Ward Four, um, talking to this fellow on the Bridge Street Extension, and. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it because it had to deal with teacher contracts. And if I start saying, you know, if I start saying, hey, I think this would be a great idea, I'm probably going to be accused of trying to negotiate in public because the union has notified the school board that it wishes to renegotiate, uh, you know, negotiate a new contract at the expiration of this one. But talk to the people, folks. Go out there and talk to the people. You find out when you talk to the people, oh, sure. Oh, my front lawn! Probably going to happen once or twice a day. But overwhelmingly, <laughs> people are uh, appreciative of the fact that you show up, regardless of your party. So that's what I spent my weekend doing. we got a busy show coming up. Right next is going to be uh, Steve McDonald with No Safe Spaces. Ava Castillo's in this morning. Kimberly Morin will join us and then... We have a special presentation in the 8 o'clock hour. You are listening to the Dread at Large radio show. It's Monday. Good morning.